Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Famous-ish podcast. I'm your host Jake and in today's episode we'll be delving into one of the most contentious and divisive topics surrounding modern fame, cancel culture. So grab your headphones and get ready to join the conversation as we explore the many complexities of cancel culture in the modern era. Cancel culture is a 21st century phenomenon where people boycott or slay individuals or groups who have said or done something deemed offensive, controversial or problematic through the use of social media. Cancel culture has become a huge point of contention in the digital age, with some believing that it's a crucial tool for holding public figures accountable, whilst others see it as a dangerous form of censorship. The concept of publicly shaming people for problematic behaviour has existed for many years, however the term cancel culture is a more recent development. An early example of cancel culture dates all the way back to the 1940s and 50s in the Hollywood blacklist, when individuals suspected of having communist views were denied employment and publicly condemned. As you can imagine, lots of fear was caused by this and many careers were ruined as a result. That being said, the subject matter has become a big talking point in recent years as it has become so interconnected with social media, essentially due to the accessibility and convenience of social media platforms being integrated in our daily lives, with an increasing amount of celebrities being cancelled along the way. It is also very prevalent in these times where online censorship is at an all-time high, and many large communities have been built and grown on social media, allowing a sense of mob mentality, which I will touch on in more detail later. To add to that, social media profiles are a powerhouse for expressing personal thoughts and opinions in real time. The level of anonymity and distance to our actual selves that social media allows is mind-blowing, which makes it easier for people to voice their real opinions and therefore speak out against powerful public figures without the fear of retribution. Despite the many controversies surrounding cancel culture, like anything, it comes with its share of benefits. Cancel culture can create positive social change as it brings attention to many issues that have been brushed under the carpet in mainstream media. This can lead to positive change as people are forced to confront their biases and work as a community to create a more impartial society. It also gives a voice to marginalised communities by giving them a globally recognised platform to speak out against indisputably negative acts, such as discrimination, bigotry and other forms of oppression. This can help to produce greater inclusivity in society and a larger force to help tackle these cruel acts. In relation to this, the hashtag MeToo movement gained momentum in 2017, leading to well-known names being heavily cancelled, such as Harvey Weinstein, who was accused of sexual assault and harassment, as well as Kevin Spacey and Louis C.K., who were both cancelled for sexual misconduct. It can also be argued that cancel culture contributes towards a more fair-minded society, as it helps to establish social norms, making it clear that certain beliefs are unacceptable in society, and generally leads to individuals being treated in a more accepting and politically correct manner, granted that your personal views don't violate these social norms. When we see others being slammed online for behaviours that are deemed unacceptable, it sends a message to us that similar behaviours won't be accepted and naturally makes us more cautious of the way in which we act. 
Now, this leads us on to the main case study of this episode and a prime example of a public figure who has been cancelled. This is none other than rapper, producer and entrepreneur Kanye West. Kanye has been subject to cancel culture due to his bold, controversial statements and actions in the past few years. These opinions from Kanye have been so out of the ordinary that the public have led to call him mentally insane and say that he has lost the plot and should seek help. In 2018, Kanye made headlines when he praised former President Donald Trump, seen in pictures wearing the Make America Great Again hat, and expressed his support for the conservative commentator Candace Owens. This was massively controversial as Trump's policies are seen as being divisive, xenophobic and even racist, which people saw as Kanye promoting these views, as well as conflicting with Kanye's past statements about racial equality and social justice. This also caused a number of fans to question Kanye's authenticity and motives as his previously political views were more aligned with the Democratic Party and he completely shifted to the other end of the political spectrum. In the same year as this, Kanye also made controversial comments about slavery being a choice during an interview, which obviously resulted in a widespread of backlash, with many people demanding for a boycott of his music and merchandise. This here is a prime example of cancel culture in full force, and the power of the general public holding public figures accountable over platforms such as Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. Not only does this urge discussion over social media, but also between friends and family, as this was a huge controversial talking point. Many people argue that Kanye West was just firing out these absurd statements in order to stay relevant. Now, personally, I think part of it is just his delusion and a lot of him taking bad publicity as good publicity, so literally that he's acting out in a way that he, any way that he can to grab the media's attention and keep his name in global conversation. After all the backlash he received, he's been able to ride this wave of hate and attempts of cancellation and come out of it on top due to his loyal fan base and history of pushing boundaries in his art. He's continued to release music and collaborate with other artists despite facing huge hurdles of criticism. Looking at this from the perspective of cancel culture, it shows that although it can be an effective tool for holding people accountable, it can also massively hinder celebrities' creativity free speech and expression, and also limits people in the public eye from pushing boundaries in ways that might feel natural for them due to the fear of being cancelled. This leads to a culture of self-censorship as it creates an environment where individuals, especially those with more recognition, are afraid to express their opinions or ideas with the fear of being targeted or ostracised. This heavily limits the diversity and originality of opinions in society. Another controversy surrounding Kanye West was relating to his Sunday service. This is a weekly gospel music event that began in January 2019. These series of events are typically held outdoors and feature a choir led by Kanye, with guest performances from other artists. The Sunday service is known for its unique blend of traditional gospel music and contemporary hip-hop sounds, incorporating the themes of faith and spirituality within the lyrics and instrumentals. Some critics have accused Kanye of appropriating black gospel music and using it for his own personal gain, without giving actual credit to the original artists and musicians. The critics argue that Kanye, who has never been a religious person, was exploiting religious themes for his own personal benefit. However, the supporters of the Sunday service events actually argue 
that they're a form of artistic expression, and they note that Kanye has brought attention to the lesser-known artists and musicians who have participated in the events. Exploring this further, cancel culture can also be used as a form of casual harassment, as spiteful individuals and groups, typically online fandoms, have taken the cancellation process too far, and even doxxed, harassed and engaged in other forms of negative behaviour towards people just for expressing views or opinions that are different to their own. These hateful outbursts are often fueled by a sense of gang mentality which give these individuals a distorted sense of community, allowing them to interact in a certain manner and speak out about things in an extreme way that they probably wouldn't speak out about in person. It has often been the case that these celebrities on the receiving end don't even deserve the hate and have been falsely accused for something due to inaccurate information and fake news. Obviously, there are many examples of this, but a good example that comes to my mind is Rebecca Black and the aftermath of releasing her song Friday. Now, she was 13 years old when she released this with the intention of just making a silly song with her friends for her birthday, in which it blew up on YouTube with millions of views and led to her being viciously attacked online for months. She even went on Good Morning America, where adults asked this child whether the response to the song had made her suicidal. This isn't even an area for contention. No one deserves any kind of hate for innocently posting a song online, especially not at that age. Moreover, this hate disguised as cancel culture also creates divisions in our society, as people are put into groups based on their perceived views on a subject matter, therefore creating a culture of us versus them. Cancel culture in some cases can actually deny individuals the opportunity to learn and grow, as instead of giving people the chance to reflect and learn, it can lead to permanent social exclusion and damage reputations. There's an app called Getter, G-E-T-T-R, that was launched in July 2021 with a mission of fighting cancel culture, promoting common sense, defending free speech, challenging social media monopolies and creating a true marketplace of ideas, according to the platform's website. Now, the company promises to its users that you're never going to be censored or deplatformed, or cancel cultured because of your political beliefs. I definitely think there's a huge market for an app exactly like this, as cancel culture is ever-growing, and just about every popular app, uh, in the modern day at least, has a huge amount of censorship, and obviously you can't get away with anything on Twitter, Instagram, so releasing an app like this is definitely groundbreaking, and I think as long as they don't get carried away with it and at least have some sort of censorship, extreme things that shouldn't be justified, like racism, sexism, like extreme cases, I think, I think that this app could be big in the future. Um, I think there's a lot of room for growth with it. But yeah, I think some people might exploit the system, like I mentioned, and disguise you know, racism and whatnot as free speech. But as long as this isn't the case, uh, I think this is a great, a great app in a world that's so enclosed in cancel culture. The future of cancel culture can't be specifically predicted. However, there are a few directions that cancel culture could take in the future. Either there's a pushback where the concept gets written off completely due to more people speaking out against its negative effects, we could also potentially see celebrities being evaluated on broader criteria than just one mistake in the future, 
as cancel culture has been criticised for being too simplistic, with individuals being judged solely on a single mistake or controversial statement. Another avenue that cancel culture may take in the future is just continued activism and accountability, which may be used in a way to push for systemic change and to address issues of inequality. Now me, personally, I would like to see cancel culture take a path and have varying views from their own. Um, I think it's unfair that but just because they have a bigger uh, community and it's basically a case of maybe a thousand versus one, uh, obviously they're going to, that one person that had an opinion that's contrasting is obviously going to be outnumbered in this case. So I think people are quick to take the side of the cancel culture, no matter what it is. It's going against the grain to support the view of someone that, that's had a strong opinion. And if everyone's going against them, you're not going to want to defend them as much unless you really agree with their opinion. The general census is just to take sides with the with the crowd. So I think there should definitely be more censorship, but for cancel culture in particular. I think that people shunning others falsely or for something that doesn't deserve to be, I think there should definitely be more censorship towards that, especially for those falsely accusing others for something as that is in my opinion one of the worst things you could do overall the future of cancel culture is likely to be shaped by many factors such as changing cultural and political trends technical advancements and ongoing debates around issues regarding free speech social justice and accountability and that is all for today's episode thank you for tuning in on this episode about cancel culture We hope that this discussion gave you some insight into the topic and encouraged you to think critically about the impact of cancel culture on modern fame and society. As always, we welcome your thoughts and opinions on this topic, so feel free to share them with us in the YouTube comments or on our Twitter if you're listening on Spotify, which can be found in the description. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out our website where we'll be posting more thrilling episodes about the ever-evolving world of fame in the 21st century.